Welcome to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your fullest potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Royce. Today, like I said, I told you I was going to start bringing on some pretty cool guests. Today, I got Rollins in here. I'm not really sure what to call the topic yet, but we'll, it'll, 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 come, it'll come up. But the initial topic that I have is, is uh, absorbing emotional pain mm. with Dr. Rollins. <laughs> I call you Dr. Lawrence, you, can, you, know, you, can, you know, people call me doctor with a K, but I don't know if that's the right <laughs> thing. I'm a doctor of crazy, crazy. Well, thanks for having me, my yeah. friend. Brother, I appreciate this. So, guys, I wanted to give you guys an idea of where we met Rollins, but we, we grew up almost together in the 24-hour fitness world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All in the fitness 24 world. 24 years ago. 24 no, years ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope not, man. But we were both personal trainers, and um, that's another episode we had to talk about. Mm. But anyways, guys, you guys know you've been following me for a little bit. I've been doing Murph every freaking day. I think I'm on day 10 or 12. <laughs> Times four. <laughs> right? 100. And um, and I've been doing some of these, uh, these extra workouts too over at Nevada Fitness just to get my fitness on. But a lot of times, guys, and I talk about it, I've had a couple episodes where I'm actually broken. But what's really interesting enough, my my uh, my journey through Murph and and all of these workouts has really navigated me through higher senses of recovery. Mm. And uh, as a result, I hired my first massage therapist. I get to my my own body work, and then all of a sudden, I I got to meet these pretty pretty amazing people at, at Ageless. So, but really, guys, in a nutshell, what's happening is I'm going into these places broken, and then I leave a badass. <laughs> right yeah. so it's pretty much what's happening but but for the most part he'll tell you all all about what they do at the back end because i know you'd be pretty interested on kind of how i'm able to maintain this volume and um they're a huge they're a huge uh they, they play a huge role on that so i want to make sure you guys have some time on the back end for that right so with that said i got rollins you ready to do this yes let's do this brother right so guys, I, it feels weird because normally I'm talking to all my my bike by myself. <laughs> so now, I, yeah. <laughs> so now I got to go talk to a person. But but in reality, I actually more comfortable talking to people. So this is gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna love it. I like what you even said. You know, I, I'm just jumping into this. Um, so let's just jump in, bro. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about that. In order for you to do the volume that you're doing, and we we have a disconnect from it. And um, you know, when we came up with the name. We rebranded from Ageless Cryotherapy and Wellness to Ageless Performance Recovery and Wellness. And I'll tell you, the quick version of this story is I went out and I was really looking at um, how people viewed recovery, Mm -hmm. right? So people think, oh, I got to stretch. I got to do this. Recovery is more than that, which I want to unpack in just a moment. But how we came up with the name, I really had one of my guys research performance recovery and all that we'd find on the internet, on the World Wide Web is performance and recovery. And what I wanted to do, Royce, is I want, what I want to do is to help people understand that it's not one without the other. It's one and the same. Yep. And the moment that we can understand that recovery is part of performance is the moment that we find some equanimity and a sense of peace. Hopefully you find some peace. But this they can call it equanimity. It's another fancy word for saying balance. And I, I think that we often balance our stuff. I had an episode about that. I love That's my new favorite word. Equanimity? equanimity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the episode was... Um, I'm in this group of masterminds, and I've noticed the higher their net worths grow, mm-hmm. the higher their equanimity is. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, their their ability to handle stress. And I'm like, how are you not even stressed out? You're getting a giant lawsuit, my dude. I say like, I'm good. <laughs> and uh, and and I think I think as you start to strive to build that equanimity that you're talking about, you really start to get into these special rooms in special mm-hmm. situations. Yeah. And you attract special problems. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Right. And that's the beauty of evolution in your own growth is that 
you're creating foundations, right? And every foundation is a stepping stone into a direction that you want to go in. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, we're not being mindful of where we're stepping. In fact, we're so worried about how we look when we walk. You ever trip on a sidewalk and you keep running to like play it off that you were, oh, I didn't trip. We're so concerned about the perception of others that Mm -hmm. we deny our own um, acceptance of self. And in order for a person to evolve at a high level, as you say, as we get into these special cases, the big thing is you need to know what you're capable of doing. If you're not capable, someone with a lawsuit, someone with a lottery ticket, are you prepared for what's going to happen on the other end? You're not prepared that lawsuit's going to come crashing down. You're not prepared. You're going to waste all this money from, or I want to say you're going to use this, your lottery winnings in places that may not have a great return, right? So higher up you go, and you said, you know, higher up you go, they manage stress. I think that... There's two ways of this. You manage stress because you understand your stress or you manage your stress by repressing your stress. Yeah. And you think that is not there because you're so good mm-hmm. and the higher up you go that ladder, the thicker the skin you need to have because you're going to play in a different field. You're playing a different ballpark right. where now you're responsible for more lives, more stakeholders, more, yeah. opportun- more, 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 more. So you have to have a wherewithal, right? And so how do we, how do we deal with that? Well, are we the type of people who work out thinking that I can get a butt by working it every day you know I look on social media and the moment that um, a lot of the gen pop knows that if you took a, a band around your knees and you were supposed to spread your knees out as we call abduction yeah uh, then I get a bigger butt so what do they do they overdo it like oh more is better like more isn't better because mm-hmm. are you doing the things that you need to do to grow the booty are you recovering are you doing mm-hmm. it all are you eating right blah 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 so I feel like to you know when you said that we, they manage their stress better, I think that they become masterful with hiding their stress. Ah. They become masterful of saying it doesn't exist. Yeah. And thereby, my friend, comes into this emotional buy-in. Mm-hmm. But what I usually see is an emotional buy-out. Wow. I, I had this like imagery. So guys, if you guys are listening to this, and what he was saying was there's two types of versions managing this stress. There's that one person that like wears no armor. He can just kind of bob and weave and absorb things, which I think is masterful, awesome. right? Yeah. Or there's the other person that has like the knight's armor, yep. you know, and another armor on top of that armor, on top of that <laughs> on armor. On top of that armor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But nothing can penetrate to it, but really inside they're extremely, extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So they protect amazing. that. Yeah. Well, that's where they lead a burnout. You're burnt out. Think about this. Mm-hmm. If we had a glass and we put a candle over that, or you have a candle, you put a glass over that candle, yeah. it's going to extinguish. Mm-hmm. You've consumed everything that you had available to you. You have nothing left except yeah. for this, except for this glass. Yeah. This this glass. So everyone, and you have the appearance of like having it, having it like all together. But if you really look, you don't see that light within them anymore. So now you're operating just to hold the construction, the construct. You're keeping that up. Yeah, but then you. But where are you getting that from? So you start to pull from resources, or you start to engage with people in ways that isn't truly you. Yeah, you know. And we start to find excuses for our behavior. And now I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. So I'm going to pause right okay. there. No, you but know? I want to stay on this burnout yeah. really fast. Do you have a, two different definitions for overwhelm and burnout, or are they wanted the same for you? Oh man, that's a great question. I think that there is. A, I would say it's a tier. I think that what you go into is you, the burnout is the the aftermath of not being able to manage that, right? So we think we got it, we think we got it, but burnout is that. Burnout is all out, you're done. That's what burnout is to me. I mean, hopefully you're not done. Hopefully you have just a a little bit of sliver left. You have a little bit of that spark on the candle that you can rejuvenate that candle. You can, um, you know, you can reignite the flame. But I think that right before, that's that's what we have to be in in tune with. What is that moment before burnout? It's the moment before burnout, my friend, is when you talk about, I'm burning out. That's the moment before burnout. Like we, like have you ever been in that situation like, man, I'm hitting a wall, but then do something about it, but we don't. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that the listeners on here, I think that we all can you yeah. know, attest at some point in our life, it's like, man, I'm really working hard. I'm working 80 hours a week. I'm really, I'm hitting the gym and I'm just, I'm not seeing gains. I'm like, yeah. we have the ability to become aware, but are we hearing, are we listening to what we're saying? Mm. That's, you that's ready? Yeah. You ready to just nugget bomb this? Yeah, let's go, I'm bro. I'm excited about it. <laughs> so I love how you explain burnout because we, we have very similar um, definitions for it. I separated the two entirely. Burnout and overwhelm, two different monsters. Yeah, know this right? So when, I, when someone tells me they're burning out, a lot of times, initially, most people think I just need to stop doing things. 
right? But I think the contrary. I was like, you need to start doing more, my friend. And then they're like, what do you mean I got to do more? You got to do more for yourself. You got to do more meditation. You got to do more workouts. You got to see Rollins a couple of times you this know. week. <laughs> right? So it's like, and then overwhelm is when you have abundance of like decisions to make, right? And you got to dilute them. That's overwhelm for me. But, and, mm. and I just reduce it. I'm like, reduce, like what's, let's turn this 10 decisions into three. Let's yeah. turn this three into two right i think i think we can get into a really destructive pattern when we think we're overwhelmed but really you're burnt out right or we're overwhelmed but really you're just you're not organized yeah <laughs> you're just not <laughs> organized, not organized. Like my friend you should right? be real with it so let's let's i like the way you know i still believe in this i don't want to say it's linear but mm-hmm. i think that the prelude to being um, burnt out is overwhelmed and they think that that's where the indicator is that's when it's like how many of y'all keep driving you see the gas light on but like no i have 20 miles left i'm gonna just keep going why don't you just get gas like why is that a thing like that's what the indicator's for i'm at 11 i'm at 11 on my yeah, 11 on my, see i call it out right now and those are all indicators because how you act there's a saying that we have in yoga how you how you practice on the mat prepares you for what's off the mat hundred percent you know and so all you have to do is just watch your behaviors outside of here they say like you know to see the person's organization look at their office to see the clinics look at the bathroom they or blah 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 mm-hmm. all these things they're all indicators around us but we're just too busy focused on said goal or goals mm-hmm. that we're not being mindful of what's happening on the way there and then mm-hmm. you know what I want to speak on one day with you my friend is talk about emotional re- resiliency we're gonna yes. do this talk to these young kids that we work with mm-hmm. emotional resiliency what is that and so that's something that we can impact later on and I'm doing a talk I think I'm getting ahead you said nugget drop yeah. I'm getting ready I'm, I'm starting to write um, this this topic this speech called uh, vibrational reciprocation it's what a, a topic that I want to do for TED talk So vibrational reciprocation, and it's going to talk about a lot of things that we're familiar with, but I'm just bringing it together. Just like overwhelm in your world, there, you know, you took two two elements, two different things of being overwhelmed and being burnt out. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying I'm looking at the same thing. And if you bring it closer in alignment, then you can see how one plays into the other. Going back Mm -hmm. to ageless or performance recovery, not performance and recovery. So when we start to see these two things, we have a better um, idea of how to get equanimity because we're no longer segmenting things we tend to do that we like to put things in boxes we like to put labels on people Mm -hmm. we like to i can go on and on that's another topic about hashtag me too hashtag this and that hashtag whatever hashtag you want to put we live in a society that we're trying to be heard but everyone's yelling that no one's listening right Mm -hmm. so again how do you find these indicators in your life to prevent you from hitting burnout I love what you said in terms of the, you do more. And I think that the viewers right away or the listeners were like, what? No, you're supposed to rest. They probably unsubscribe. Yeah, they're, ah, no. they're probably like, no, yeah, I got to do yeah. more. Um, but you're right. You got to do more. You know, we look at um, in squatting, you know, when people squat, they climb, they hinge forward. Mm-hmm. And people are like, assuming my hips are tight. Well, technically your hips are a little bit weak. Yeah. And what people would think I'd have to stretch them, we actually have to work them out more. And yes. the other muscles that surround the area yes so we get into that and I think that we can even look at in postural imbalances Uh, and muscular imbalances in the same way that we're looking at imbalances in the way that we find performance and recovery mm -hmm. or working out or I am a you know I've been a former executive bro so a former executive I was the VP of operations for medical spas we pioneered the first medical spas in the west coast before anybody knew about laser hair removal before anybody knew about Botox Mm -hmm. we were bringing that to the masses. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna skip a lot of stories, a thousand stories that happened in my yeah. time, opening those up. Uh, but what was interesting is what we can what we can play into this whole emotion thing, identifying overwhelm over, over, over uh, burnout, mm-hmm. is I started doing, uh, I'll tell you when I first mm-hmm. got into the business, my business partner now presented me with this idea of getting into medical spas, and then he told me a little bit about it. I was working in Silicon Valley uh, for just internet company doesn't matter and he said hey you got to check my clinic out I'm like what do you do he talked about Botox hair removal and I said I said well if you feel good about capitalizing on the vanity and insecurity of people then have at it I don't want to have anything to do with it you know yeah. I'm a health fitness guy whatever I'm like ah, I'm not gonna do that you want to inject yourself and yeah hair removal blah 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 
says, just come to, just take a tour. Mm -hmm. So I said, fine, I'll take a tour. I, I took a tour. I went up to him and I said, get me an interview. <laughs> <laughs> and what was a breakthrough for me, my friend, is I stopped judging why people were doing, why they wanted these non-invasive cosmetic procedures. Right. It was in my consultations yeah. where people were finally vulnerable to tell me why they wanted hair removal. Right. Well, what do you do when you don't feel good about what you see? You cover it up, you hide from it, you know, you wear a lot of makeup. If you have, like, you don't like your skin, if you don't like your body, you wear baggy clothes, so forth right. and so on. And so what I started realizing was it wasn't for me to judge why they wanted these procedures. It wasn't as superficial as I thought. It was just a vehicle for them to feel good about who they saw in the mirror. Right. So if a woman didn't have to look in the mirror to see no hair on their lip, it made them feel more like a woman. Mm-hmm. Because we have these ideas of what you're supposed to be like. Going back to the hashtags, it's like everyone wants to be heard, but no one's listening because everyone's yelling to be heard. Right. But we just need to stop. And I already had my, I already had these ideas of why people were going to get these, these procedures. Mm -hmm. Shame on me for judging because they just didn't have a way to find a sense of peace. Well, the beautiful thing is. Here we are a couple decades later. I mean, let me start. Can you edit that? Not a couple decades. I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are some time later on, and I'm now in the business, but I'm still in, you know, look, helping with the body, yeah. but now helping with the mind and the heart. Which is a game changer, by Bro, the way. Bro, it's a super yeah. game changer, even for me. Right. Even for me. And I'll tell you, the impetus of this is me going through a yoga teacher training, going through yeah. 200 hour, going through 300 hour, because what they teach you is more than just breathing what we learn is more than just how to do a flow mm -hmm. more than alignment mm -hmm. what we learn is the truths of mm -hmm. the philosophies the teachings mm -hmm. and at the end of the day what the western culture says to be in your mind you look at the brain the eastern culture says to look at the mind look at the body there's mm -hmm. a connection bro you know this you know this as a fitness professional that the nervous system pretty much sends out information to our body and our body takes information and sends it to our brain Right. We know, like, if we were to pick up a coffee mug, so here, let's talk about Nevada Fit, right? Let's say that I'm doing a snatch with, I don't know, a 36-kilo kettlebell, right? So mm -hmm. 36, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a snatch. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick this up, and you're going to know that you need to brace, stabilize, engage before you act, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's say that you did a couple reps of snatches. Now you're going to go pick up your water bottle or your coffee mug. Are you going to pick it up the same way? I know. No, you throw it up in the air, bro. Yeah. But your body, your your mind has ability that once it touches, it knows how to adjust. Right. It's not a heavy thirty-six kilo kettlebell anymore. It's right. a one. It's a twelve ounce or whatever it is. It's a light water bottle or coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Our brain has the brilliance to make that judgment really quick because we can't every pick everything up more with explosion with power. Mm -hmm. Our brain is so. Why do we keep going in the brain? Well, if the brain. Can multi, we can multitask, you know, the body, people think, oh, I'm a great multitasker. Research shows that you can really, truly, only multitask no more than seven things. No that more than smart. seven. Women probably can do majority of that. Men, maybe two or three, right? Yeah. You know, men are from uh, Mars, women from Venus. Mm -hmm. So coming to that concept of like, wow, how I look at what's happening with you is I look at your body. I look at your right. posture. I look at your attention. I look at your jaw. Mm -hmm. Look at all those things. That's what I'm looking at because that tells me where your mind's at. Yeah. It tells me if you're emotionally guarded mm -hmm. because the way that you sit, insecure or covered. It, yeah. that, so that tells me. So when you walk into our clinic, and you know this, bro, what do you normally do when you walk in? Like, hey! Yeah. It's because we're affecting the mind that affects the body. If right. you come in with a bad attitude, it's the same thing as walking down an alleyway, a dark alleyway. You're on guard. Mm -hmm. You're just on guard. You're just you're tense. Well, if you're on guard, what's happening to your muscles? They're tense. They're tense. You're sitting down having chamomile with me, right? We're sitting down yeah. having chamomile because that's what we do every morning. We meet each other, right? Yeah. We meditate then chamomile. What, what is your body like? What is your breath Relax. like? Yeah, absolutely, bro. Right. So now look at the body. Instead of coming into the mind saying, what's going on? Why do I feel? Why am I stressed? Why this? Yeah. Well, look at your body. It'll tell you. Okay. So I want to add. Yeah, please. Because let's, let's, it leads us to this first question, right? Sure. How important is managing your emotional state to create a change in your body it could be external it could be getting stronger losing weight or even just healing your body mm. healing your knees healing your back how important is that do you think what a great question it's 
uber important. It's ultra important if you want the change. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be as important mm -hmm. as you need it to be. So the question is, how important do I want to feel peace? How important do I want to attain equanimity? How important do I want to see gains in my mm -hmm. in my effort? Yeah. So it's 100% performance recovery, brother. Yeah. One and two. So I look at it in two, you can do, do two junctures of this. So the question, I want you to just say it again for all the listeners so that way we can emphasize these two buckets. What's that question, so sir? How important is managing your emotions when it comes to changing, like physical body, or healing your body? Okay, so I'm gonna look at it from a standpoint of, let's say you're losing weight, you're mm -hmm. doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. What's a game changer with weight? Cortisol. Right. Right. Let's just go there, bro. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm not making gains, but, too but because out. I'm too stressed out, my cortisol levels are up and it's not allowing me to lose the weight. There's mm -hmm. a simple version there. So yeah. that's a physiological one. Yeah. You know, when you, what are you impacting your, your endocrine system and how are you impacting mm -hmm. that? So I'm doing stuff great on the outside, yeah. but on the inside, I'm stressed as AF. Yeah. And so then my body's saying, all right, all you're doing to me is stressing me out physically emotionally, mentally, and energetically. So when am I gonna get to breathe? So your body's yeah. in protection yeah. mode, right? So you ain't gonna lose a weight, brah. Yeah. You ain't gonna lose a weight. Let's look at it on the other side from a more peace of mind. So we, now we have it from a physiological point of view. Let's look at it from a psychological point of view. So the psychology of this is, all right, where your gaze goes, your energy flows. I love that saying. Mm -hmm. And Ford translates that into, Henry Ford is like, if you think you can or cannot, you're right either way. Mm -hmm. Your your mental acuity is important because how you think is how you feel. How you feel is how you act. Or I should mm -hmm. say, yeah, how you feel is how you act. And then how you act is how you respond or react. Right. And what happens in with people that don't have the emotional resiliency or at, like, at least having peace mm -hmm. of this is then the detriment is they feel they have to feed their void or their addiction. Mm -hmm. Right? So, all right. So now I got, oh, I, I have to work out. I have to work out. Hey, you know, we're fitness, we're, we're fitness junkies. We know that. Yeah. I have to work out. If I don't, if I don't, I don't feel right, da, da, da. So now they took this healthy thing and made it unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Just fascinating, right? Yeah. And so, and then that I can really, I, that yeah. can really branch in maybe another conversation with you if you'd like. We can branch into the hindrances or the enemies of meditation and yoga. Right. Because, or I should say, the enemies of the mind-body connection, right? The enemies of that. So this emotional turmoil that you go through can affect your your whole uh, hormonal system, right? And the other thing is going to affect the psychology. You think that you need more when you need the opposite of because you don't know how to feed yourself. You know how to feed yourself. Mm -hmm. How are you going to be able to increase your range of motion if I'm tense? I got to be able to relax and be supple. Yeah. So for all the listeners out there, I want you to do yourself a favor. Go ahead and spread your hand and spread your, your five fingers and spread them nice and tight. Spread them, spread them, spread them. Activate those muscles. Now take your other hand and try to bring your fingers back. How much can you bend? But you have, still have to hold. It's hard for you to bend those knuckles back, right? Now relax your hand, relax your hand, relax your hand. So your hand is out, spread in five, all five fingers, but they're relaxed. Now take your hand. Now push your fingers back. You have more movement. Range. Yeah. Because Beautiful. I'm relaxed. Beautiful Mm -hmm. Because my intention is to be more, mm -hmm. and it's the opposite of what we think. Exactly. In order to be more, you got to let go of more. Right. Ah, so good. But <laughs> anyways, guys, so my journey with yeah. that, at first I thought it was more reps, two a days, three a days, four a days. And uh, you quickly find out that that's not the quick result. I'm sure you've had clients where they do the exact same program, one loses 50 pounds, the other one gains 10 pounds. And you're like, what is going on? No, I know exactly right? what's going on. <laughs> well, for the longest yeah, time, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Sure, sure. So, yeah. so now I'm addressing it from an entirely different space. And a lot of times I'm like, okay, so let's just say, yes, you want to lose that weight. What do you think you would feel like if you felt like that weight? Mm. Right? They're like, well, I think I'd just be, I'd be happy. You know, how would you physically feel? I'd be relaxed. You know, I'd be pretty calm. Their heart rate starts to slow down. It's like, we got to get you to there because that is going to get you that. Mm -hmm. We have this assumption that if we get the result, all of these emotional, positive mm -hmm. emotional feelings come up. But it's the opposite. If you get those feelings of confidence, at peace, 
relaxation and you're doing all those actions, a lot of times the person starts to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. Which is which is really hard to blend, by the way. It's really hard to teach when, when people come in, they're like, I want to lose this much weight in this much time. And I have to trick them. So what I want to talk about, <laughs> yes, right? I love it, I love it, I love it. Because, because they're coming in for a specific result. And, yep. and sure, you want to listen to it, right? And I have my like little ways of like, okay, cool. Like, how's how's your stress? What's your work like? What are you doing for for yourself? You almost got to like blend it in. At least for uh, here's here's just my my notice. For females, they understand it right away. For males, I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing for like just reducing your stress? It's like, oh, my stress is good, man. So before you, know, you before you move away from that, why do you feel there's a difference between the males and females? Because I was. Because I was a hundred percent that guy, right? There was an episode, and my my listeners probably listened to it. But for you, five years into my business, I'm doing really good, and um, I got a lot of people to lose weight. I had one one guy in, in, in particular. He was in my twelve o'clock class. I got him to lose fifty pounds, mm. right? And uh, and um, he was he was like, hey man, like I like I'd love, like thank you for helping me like lose fifty pounds. Can I help you? Drop your fifty pounds, and wow, I was like, "What do yes. you mean?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "I'm good, bro. I'm pretty healthy, right at the peak of my time. Good health, amazing wife. You met her. You actually you introduced us, okay? <laughs> um, good amount on my bank account. Probably my most depressed, highest depression that I've ever had was at the peak of my success, where I thought was success, mm. right? And you know, he, he gave me that opportunity. Or, I, or he gave me the opportunity to help him. I was like, what do you do? He's like, I'm a life coach. Right? I was like, what? Like, foofy stuff? Like, Tony Robbins? And you just tell me to, like, breathe and kind of walk through fire and then my life changes? He was like, well, it's a little bit more than that. Right? And I was like, all right, I'll give it an opportunity. I went into that session literally an hour. Okay? An hour. You know what? 315 feels like on your back squat? Yeah. Right, or 225, whatever you yeah, guys yeah, are lifting, yeah, yeah. it's heavy. Yeah. Right? I left there and I felt weightless mm. in an hour. And I didn't even know I was carrying all that weight. And guys, like that's that's why I started this journey. That's why I'm I'm attracted to your work because you understand that. Right? And it's really it's it's shifted for me. It's mm. shifted from like that's why I'm, people think I do Murph just to get more buff and all this other things. But to be honest, it makes me happy. Mm. And as a result of my happiness and my peace, my body's just been transforming left and right, left and right. And it's just like, why do you do it? I can't even really explain, guys. Like, my body just wants to do it. I feel like I'm supposed to do it. Mm. Right? And the moment that I'm like, yeah, I'm not supposed to do it anymore, I'll switch it up. Right? So... That's why I'm so fascinated with your, like, you can come in. And, and guys, I knew Rollins for a long time. He can change the room when he walks in. Like, one of, he's one of those guys that if he's pissed off, probably everyone's <laughs> going to be pissed off. But if he's happy as, like, the, the happiest person in the world, everyone in that room doesn't matter. If it's even It doesn't even matter if it's a human being. If it's a cat, that cat is, is partying, right? You had this, you always had this innate ability to really like shift the emotion of the entire room. But over the course of uh, our, our me- knowing you, you're now like able to read it. It's almost like you're fluent, right? And I only say this because I started to become more fluent. People would walk in, I'm like, oh, that was angry, right? Or like that, oh man, he's probably having some financial issues. It was like, oh, he's probably having some relationship issues without them even saying it. And guys, I we, we did this session uh, with with my team and and what was I wish you guys would have been there, but Rollins was able to detect every single thing about this person without the person even saying anything. Right? Just by touching the person's body. I guess the second question is like Every emotion, and you've probably noticed this, every emotion that's in the human spectrum is stored somewhere in the body. And you can touch it, but you've gotten to a point where you can just, like, they walk in and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Come in my, come in my office. Let's yep. do this. Yep. 
Yep. Right? How? Oof. Well, for 19.99 in three monthly installments, I can show you um, how. <laughs> I would say, you know, this is this late. We've had a little bit of talk about why I asked you about the difference of male and female, and it says you went through it. I feel like this is all. I'm gonna try to do my best to be clear because right. you've got me um, into so many, so many um, synapses just firing off of what you've spoken to, and I just want to say uh, before I continue on, thank you for holding this forum for this because I don't think that we do enough about this. Yeah, yeah. We don't do enough about talking about the things that we feel are taboo or that again it goes back to a judgment of, and I feel yeah. like how I want to first answer this is I've always had this. I've always had this since a kid. I just don't didn't talk about it for a long time because yeah. of fear. The first was how fear of how people would perceive it. It's quackery. It's what I don't believe it. Da, da, da. Yeah, especially if you're a dude. And and then it went from fear to a little bit embarrassed because it's like I wasn't ready to communicate how I can have this insight. Yeah. Um, and then it became a responsibility. And now. It was after just recently, bro, that I actually talk about being empathic, being a healer, being all that. And I feel like we all have gifts at the end of the day. Yeah. And we all have the ability to be in tune with e each other and ourselves. I right. don't think that I'm super different from any other other than the fact that I've just become, I've really spent more time introspectively. Yeah. And like, why do I feel these things? Da, 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 da. Why? Da, da, da. Why am I angry? And... The big thing is ownership of who you are and ownership of your feelings. One of the flags for me, that's been a flag for me for a long time, is when a person says, well, this is who I am. I shoot straight from the hip. Someone I was, else said that, maybe. Yeah. So when I was in my 20s, I would hear that from my manager. I remember working at a restaurant in LA. And I was, into, I was like I said, I've been intuitive. And I'm like, yeah. the reason why she's saying that is I got to know her. She was actually vulnerable. And so when people would say, I shoot straight from the hip, I'm like, I do too, but I don't have to announce it. Yeah. I don't have to put a disclaimer or preface that I'm going to shoot straight from, because you know me, I'm like, yeah. I just say whatever like comes to top of mind. I'm like, bah. By the way, he's PG-13, guys. I'm totally being right now yeah. PG-13. What you said, you said something earlier, I'm like, ooh, I, that was permission for me to yeah. unlock. I put, I, I don't put the, the kid locks. So okay, you can see, okay, good. You can no kid locks? Yeah. Um, well... Research shows that people who swear and curse are actually high performers. So there you go. <laughs> I had to say that to my business partner. I'm like, this is why I cuss. Anyway, coming back to this, how the how is, first off, stop, or I would say you have to be careful of going down the why, why me rabbit yeah. hole, why me, why me, and mm -hmm. you can translate that as victimization. Right. Just accept what is. I right. think that's the first part because again, it goes back to trying to label things and saying it's good, it's bad, it's good and bad. If you were to take qualifying whether it's good or bad out the window, how would you make decisions? Right. You might just look at it as a thing that I need to address. And how I look at emotions is I say that people sometimes get emotions and problems mixed up. Yeah. Emotions for me just amplify the problem. Good or bad. Depends yeah. on what this problem is. I was doing a presentation at Green Valley Christian. Mm -hmm. And speaking of cursing, my sister says, because she was the assistant director principal, and she goes, please don't curse. I said, what am I going to do? I'm not yeah. going to walk into this Christian school like, all right, and I'm not going to say a scripture and then use yeah. curse words. I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Write it up. So yeah. I was speaking to them, and I'm like, why do you want me to be there? She's like, you know, it's just because they seem to be unhappy, this and that, the other, da-da-da. So I'm going to skip a lot of the presentation and get to this one excerpt of it. I was watching, I was looking at them, and I saw a box of Legos, and I said, a problem's only a problem when you put emotion into it. If yeah. you take the emotion out, it's just a thing. Just, just a and as I did that, I kicked the box of Legos, and they sprawled all over the floor, and all the children go, <gasps> and yeah. I said, why is that a big deal? I said, you work with young kids, it's going to happen. Yeah. You need to accept that this is part of your job. And as I was doing this, I was picking up the Legos, and, and like, it only took me 15 seconds to put it all back That's up. That's it. But imagine the extra emotion that you put into it because of the action of what happened. I'm like, you just need to stop being so reactionary and be responsive. And so when you know yourself, yeah, 
you know the job that you're signing up for. You're knowing the thing that you're doing. You accept it for what it is, but we want to fight it for whatever reason. Hold on. So, so, yeah. so, so you noticed maybe the staff and the admin are so unhappy that the kids became unhappy. I, it, it's because it's a domino, bro. It's a domino effect. You just said that when I walk into the room, I'm, I change the energy. Right. I know I do. Right. I know I do. It would be stupid for me at this part of the game of, of how old I am and how yeah. what I've gone through life to go, oh, I do? I'm not going to be so... Yeah. I know I do. Because you and now see it, it. And now it's now for me, it's a much more of a responsibility that I have to be aware. Yeah. Like, I was angst. There was one time I was about to walk into a yoga studio and I was just, bro, like, my shoulders were earrings and I was just like, I was angry. I wanted to punch like a wall. Like this, you mean? Yeah, like that. Oh, like okay. that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, shrug, right? Yeah. So I stopped before I walked in the studio. I went in the stairwell, and you know what I did? I just bright breathed and meditated for three minutes. That's all it takes, yeah. just three minutes. I was cool. I walked back in. Great class. 100%. So again, what are the indicators? Going back to the beginning, what are the indicators? If you're overwhelmed, that's just a sign that you don't have your shit together, bro. Yeah. Or you're trying to make too many people happy because you put too much on your plate. That's it. Let's just be real. Right. Let's be real. You overcommitted, yeah. and you forgot about one of the most important people. And as they said, and if you haven't heard it, I'm going to have you hear it for the first time or the hundredth time. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. So self-care shows itself in so many ways. And so this is how I address the high-level people, the type-based high-level people that they need to work out. Richard talked about earlier. I say, all right, on Sunday, here's your workout. Play tag with your kids. Did I put? It's your cardio. (laughs) It's your cardio. I want to add to that little quote. You can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, but you can take away other people's water from your empty cup. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> Next, and then <laughs> that's what you're resi- too. bro, because you're si- we're siphoning it out, and right. then now we're not being responsible. We're just being energy vampires, if anything. One hundred percent. And we're just siphoning from others to live. And sometimes I think that when people do things, do they do it from the intention of a good place, or they do it because an expectation of what they want to get back? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So when I walk in a room, all that I want to get back is being together, being connected. So right. what I'm doing in my walk in the room, bro, or somebody walks into my clinic, is I'm making sure when you walk into our clinic, no, you ride in our wave and our vibrancy is high. So if yeah. you come in with a bad up. attitude, you better adjust it right quick for a couple of reasons. Yeah. And if you want to know them, make sure you bring that question up because I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because there is a psychological reason why we engage when people walk in the door the way that we do it at Aegis. There's a yeah. freaking reason, bro. But before that, is how your question is how well number one you got to sit and reflect first you got to see what you got to you got to quick assess and the moment that you stop categorizing this goes back to i'm bringing everything here that's what i do bro Mm bring everything together here before we have to put things in boxes and put labels on them we have to understand rather than putting a label on who you are this is my work life this is my home life this is okay it's good to understand and identify each of those things but you're still one human so the question is, how can you be all of those things? Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not putting an and sign in front of in front of recovery. It's not performance and recovery. It's performance recovery, bro. It's both. You can buy all. By the way, hashtag performance recovery. That's the trend I'm trying to get to everybody out there. You yeah. can't have one without the other. You know. Um, and then you know I'm working with kids right now. I'm working right. a lot of youth. That's yeah. another thing we'll unpack. Yeah. But what I'm this is where I'm practicing embedding in their minds, brother, planting mm-hmm. the seeds. To help them with emotional resiliency, talking about <sighs> so what bad. happens if you don't make the play, what happens when you're benched, what happens when your game when you lose, what how, how do you react to those things? Yeah. But more than that, bro, how do you respond? So when you ask me how the how is, you first mm-hmm. gotta stop and go, why? Why do I want to do it? Mm-hmm. Because the why starts to have you see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Why is your motivation? What is your destination? Yeah. If you can align those two, you're gonna get somewhere. But if you don't put those two together, you're going to feel always lost, bro. And what do we do? We start to blame everybody else but ourselves. Just like for those of you that ever hired a personal trainer, when you don't get your results, you don't blame yourself. You blame the personal trainer that you work out with two times or three times a week. And And that's what I... And Cheetos. Yeah, and you Cheetos, right? Or homos. Mm -hmm. So when I used to teach um, the NASM course, the personal trainer course at UNLV, you know what? A mantra every time my students walked in at UNLV... We start off with, after I did roll, I'm like, all right, what kind of trainer are you not going to be? And their response is, we're not going to be a douchebag trainer coach. Yes, you will not be a douchebag trainer. <laughs> yeah. How many times do I see a trainer just staring at their phone, not paying attention to the person in front of them? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of what we do. What we do as humans is 
you know, there's seven levels of listening. Right. And we do the pretend, we ignore, we selective here, we do all the things. But yeah. ultimate, there's two ultimates of listening. Active listening or attentive or executive. And the ultimate is empathetic, seeking to understand. Right. So first start with your why. Why do you want to first find peace? Why do you want to first find equanimity? Because if you don't have that motivation, you're going to keep dropping why. It's like yeah. trying to lose weight. Oh, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to go on a diet. You're, you're, maybe that's not the right way to go about it. That's only yeah. one way. But a lot of people don't know how. So the how yeah. is your why. Your why has to be so strong mm-hmm. that you're not going to temper with it. You're not going to uh, negotiate. You're going to make it happen. I know that I work out better when I work out with people. So mm-hmm. guess what? I don't negotiate it when it comes to running. So now I'm running. Right. Until I can get into your gym, because yeah. I need to be back here, until I get yeah. into your gym, I run because I don't negotiate it. I'm like, I'll get up and just run. It's easy. Yeah, so yeah, you have I to find the thing that works for you. So the first thing is sit and reflect, identify. Right. Then get into your why. Why do you want to do this? And your why has to be so much. I did this presentation in the in the high desert. And, um, bro, it was, uh, I was, they wanted me to speak out there. It was for a Beach Buddy conference. They wanted me to talk and decided to drive out there um, but I didn't want to put miles on my car so I rented a car and I was talking to my business partner of now his name mm-hmm. is Dan and I said man I have what I want to say but I can't put it together and this is the beginning of the year and he talks about oh why don't you talk about New Year's resolution and he said no everybody talks about New Year's resolution I hate talking about New Year's resolution in fact if you know me bro I talk about New Year's resolutions in October I don't talk about it in January I talk about it in October and when I said, I'm like, I came up with it and it dung on me. I'm like, oh, I am going to talk about resolutions. And how I talked about resolutions was I revamped the structure of the word. R dot E dot equals solutions. Mm-hmm. The R stands for redefining. Mm-hmm. The E stands for expectations. So if you can redefine your expectations, you'll get to your solution. So when you ask me the how to get to this, bro, you first have to have your why has to be so paramount like, for example, if Lucas was on a bedrock, am I allowed to talk about like yeah. can I just kid? So your kid, whomever your kid yeah. is out there, is on a bedrock surrounded by lava. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I'm going to save my kid. But it's just lava. I don't care. I'm going to save my kid. Mm-hmm. But you might die on the pro- But it's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying to me, your why is so much that you are not going to negotiate why this should not be saved, this kid. This is your love. This is so strong. You're going to figure out a way. So your why has mm-hmm. to be so paramount. Because when we get into the what ahead before the why, we go down rabbit holes and we find validations as to why we don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So your why has to be so paramount. Then you'll get to the what. Mm-hmm. So that's the beginning. That works. Yeah. I can keep on going on that, but that would say start yeah. with first, sit back and don't judge your freaking self. Right. Don't judge. And you gotta be real with yourself. You gotta see you gotta accept that you're a douche. You gotta accept that you're awesome. You gotta accept everything in between. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? You can ask me many questions. Why do you think you need a why? I don't... Uh, why do... You just said why. Yeah. Uh, the why is... is For the, you, the, for you. Why for me? Yeah. The why is my motivation. It's my purpose. It's the thing that fuels why I get up every day. It says... It's the thing that inspires my... Inspires my inspiration. Yeah. My why is... Some people can say it's my why um, is a definition of who I am. My why is my motivation. My why is um, what if you love. didn't have a why? If I, I probably wouldn't be sitting across from you right now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. If I didn't have a why, I probably would be um, blaming everybody else for my demise. Yeah. I'd probably be pointing the finger and why, you know. And I have yeah. even something with that. I, I have a saying, brother. The moment you find out that your parent, the moment that you acknowledge and say how your parents effed you up mm-hmm. you no longer can blame them yeah. you no longer can blame the moment you find out that this thing affects you this way you don't that's that's irresponsible to use that as yeah. a crutch it's responsible to keep blaming it there yeah. has to be some emotional responsibility to say I know I feel like crap when I do this well own that because when you own it you won't deny it right at some point you have to be your change but you have your why has to be you and for me my why is why I have you know me bro I have five different projects going on I don't just do one project because my why fuels me to help more people I want to help people I want I can't want it more than them and I won't want it more I can never want it more than them that's why if you ever see my um, my Instagram if you see hashtag be raw yeah. I'm not asking you to be me I'm not being pompous yeah raw stands for ready and willing 
If you're nice. ready and willing, I got your back, but I can't <laughs> want it more than you. I don't want to say anything about that. Ready what? and willing. But anyways, I wanted to go and you said something. Jeez, uh, what was it? It was that it was that impactful, huh? <laughs> Dude, it was way back there. It was. All right, guys, I forgot the question. <laughs> to be honest, that's what happens. That's wait, wait, yeah. when you have so much nuggets, bro. It was you too have much. So much nugget. But anyways, I do want to get to to this last because we've been going forty five minutes. Oh wow, you really? Probably, you probably have to save lives. Um, but well, hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, people can save their lives. So that counts, right? A hundred percent. So what I do want to ask because you are sure. an entrepreneur, you have a couple of partners yep. in Ageless. And uh, a lot of these listeners have their own ways to manage stresses. And throughout throughout uh, all of this podcast, it's really essentially giving them tools to manage anxiety, overwhelm, every stresses they have in life. So the question is, like, as a as an entrepreneur, do you have your own morning, evening, lunch routine that allows you to prevent that? The do more we were talking about, right? And um, if you can, can you share your strategy? Okay, everyone, write this down. This is a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Ready? I'm gonna take a, let me stretch. Let me take okay. a breath. Meditate. That's the only one, bro. That's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Hey. He's like uh, for real? <laughs> what did we just do before this podcast, bro? I what did us do? Dude, guys, it was absolutely amazing. That's it. And how right. long was it? I think it was like. I lost track of time. But so it's I a few right. minutes, bro. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be yeah. 20 minutes of meditation or, or 50. But I'll tell you what I do is, one, if I were to give you some more granular things, yeah. I literally, whether I do it or not, in my, I'll show you my schedule. Yeah. In the morning at 5.30, it says meditate flow. Mm-hmm. So I have to choose meditate flow on Wednesdays. In the morning, it says personal development. Like I have three certifications that is sitting in my inbox. One of them is... I, I'm doing um, uh, a, yo- a Kundalini yoga certification. One is another kettlebell certification, and uh, and then another personal trainer one, like for corrective or something of that sort. And so I'm like, I keep on wanting to learn and grow more, but I have to put time into grow. So right. then on Wednesdays is personal development. Now, if you were to ask me, do I go buy this every day? I would say no. Yeah. But what I'm doing is reminding myself of these things. So I might not do it at 5.30 to meditate, but if it means I'm at a stoplight with my eyes open and just breathing, and people think that meditation is sitting cross-legged and oming, meditation is being present. That's it, bro. It's just being fully present. And guys, if you've been in Rollins' presence, he he absolutely has it. And I think as you continue to meditate, you start to actually become that. Right in the moment, which is so special, and I like that you said that. Um, and I agree. Like at some point, you literally just become a meditative person. You're just there the entire time, right? So for for my listeners, this is what I do. Okay, write this. Down. Okay. <laughs> right? Sorry, you guys, you'd be like, dude, I like Rollins' strategy is a lot better. Right? It's just so good. But mine is like, put your armor on. Mm-hmm. The first one's affirmations. Okay. Right. The I am. Like whatever you what you say about yourself is so powerful, especially if you start to feel it and not just say it. You're not just saying lies. You're feeling it, right? So affirmations are very, very strong for me. So that's the A. The R is reading. I have to read something. My mind alone is, unfortunately, guys, if you guys met me and you guys were like, yeah, he's so positive. Naturally, I'm negative Nancy. I'm Karen in the DMV. You Ten are. of them. Ten of them. So by reading and learning, it allows me to really balance this like negative personality that's in me, right? So that's my R. And then the M is is meditation, just like what you said, right? But I'll go over what you did in your meditation, which it, which really encompasses all what I just did. Mm. And so I meditate for, for five, 10 minutes, a lot, sometimes 20 minutes. Um, the O is oxidative stress or oxidative change. Am I taking in more oxygen? Am I expelling like something? I'm doing something with my oxygen. And then the last one is R, which is reflecting. Mm. Okay? Guys, we did this meditative session with Rollins, and there's different ways to meditative. But I'm going to tell you, in that five minutes, I hit all five of those. Right? Because you were taking me through number one, like into just the, just kind of just getting into like level one consciousness, which is body awareness. 
right? But we started going into, you were starting to say things. He was like, I want, I want this place to extend beyond us, mm. right? And there's that one person that's listening to this. And mm. then that one person that's listening to it is affecting everybody around them, right? So now that's like, that's getting into, I think that's reflection. It's getting into an affirmation, right? Man, it's, I started, and then the breathing you were explaining, What's your breath like? Are you taking in more? What's the temperature? So guys, when you get so good at and I, I feel like if I was to cancel the armor part, I was like, I got to take this armor off. I got to take this armor off. It would go right into meditation. Mm. So guys, if you don't have freaking an hour in the morning, just meditate. Ooh, five minutes, two minutes. That's it. You know what it's doing? It's stopping the craziness of the world to say what is happening in this moment because what if, you, if you're still listening here, Tomorrow is a concept, friends. Yeah. And the only reason why you never finish your deadlines because there's always a tomorrow. Yeah. So when are you going to make today an important thing? Mm-hmm. There, um, I, I'm not going to... I have so many other things I'd like to say, but I know <laughs> we're going to wrap. And um, you said something that really sparked, and I want to share this. Uh, I love what you're saying in, the, in all of that. And the reflection, if I can just be specific about the R for reflection, is gratitude is have a gratitude journal, you yes. know, because we're constantly, the way that we're made is to look at the negative. You talked about negative Nancy. Yeah. And when I when I go to the DMV, I'm probably the happiest person in the DMV. I always have a game. I was like, I'm going to change this place. Yeah. I <laughs> my, my thing is, you know, there's this man, I remember was, uh, a year or two ago, I was, at, I was here and the gentleman behind, he was just trying to petition for everybody around him around the line to like be miserable. Yeah. And so I'm standing there, I'm listening to it. He's like, ah, he turned to this person and started being negative Nancy. Yeah. Then he was caring to this person and that. And he, and then he tried to get to me. I was, I, I put up my shield and like, nope. And yeah. then eventually I turned around and I'm like, I don't have a problem being here. And yeah. then he kept on going eventually later on. I said, well, here's the thing. He was an older gentleman. Yeah. So I knew I could reference this. I said, the DMV hasn't changed for about 30, 40 years. So what are you expecting to be different? Right. And so when I go to the DV, bro, I go, I'm going to get a lot done today because when am, I go- yeah, when am I going to be able to work on some admin stuff? When do I have to do this call? When I do it there. Right. So if I, I go, yeah, awesome. I'm stuck here. I'm going to be productive. It's all perspective, brother. Yes. Just like I said, did the Legos really piss you off or did the act of it? Did the yeah. act that you had to clean that up bother you or is it the fact that the kid was being just a kid? Right. When you realize that kid was just being a kid and they knocked over the thing, you made the bit bigger deal of it than anybody. Yeah. And then guess what? Guess who has to own that? You do. You right. have to own that you got your hair and the necks to stand up, your your traps to shrug, and you're tight and you're angry. You yeah. created that for you. You create nobody. And so the last <laughs> gift I'm going to give to y'all, y'all, is this. Nobody makes you feel anything other than the way you choose to feel. I did. Watch your language. When you say... You guys hear that? You made... You made me feel like... Nobody made you feel anyway. Did I antagonize you? Did I create some type of stimulus? But at the end of the day, never lose the responsibility of your choice. And we we all share a choice, brother. We all share a choice. It's to be happy or sad. I choose to be happy. What is it this size? This is your oxidative guys, change. This, this, this is what's happening. All right, last question. No, there was more? Before, before you get fired at that one place, because you probably got to go back, right? Because we, this is, again, guys, this is my first, this is my first shift. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first podcast uh, doing an interview format, so it's, it's so different. So I, I wanted to ask this last yeah. question, because the Be Better podcast is not just a listening podcast. It's actually a doing podcast. At the end of every episode, they're required to do something, right? Hopefully that doing something allows them to get into being better, right? So the last question is, um, if, you were, if you were to give somebody an action that they can probably regularly do, whether it's three times a week, one time a week, every single day for a whole year, and you could only give them one, what would you want them to do? Share gratitude. <sighs> Gratitude's medicine. Share gratitude. If laughter is medication, then if that falls into the paradigm of um, of being thankful and sharing gratitude, 
Because when you share gratitude, you're reflecting on others' actions, which means you have to resonate within your own self yeah. to understand why you are grateful for that. And so what you're offering is an affirmation for this person to behave in a positive way, and you're reflecting on what makes you happy and why you have gratitude for that. So you know what we're inspiring, brother? We're inspiring change mm -hmm. from a simple thank you, from a simple smile. Mm -hmm. from a, You can even show gratitude of, Hey, bro, you know, I know that I came off the other way, this way. I just want to apologize for my behavior. I'm yeah. just thankful that you had this. That's X, it. X, Y, and Z. That's changes it. the game, yeah. Gratitude. So, you know, I, I'm known to bring list upon list. And for those of you that want to dive down into the rabbit holes, I'm more happy to do that. I think that we did that together. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to unpack a few other things of emotional resilience. I want to unpack a few other things of, well, if you come, hopefully my TED Talk happens of vibrant vibrational reciprocation, mm -hmm. but to understand that happiness and sadness is a choice, but it's also tied into energy, and energy is emotion, and emotion shows up in our body, so if you're not happy, you're stressed, all we need to do is take a moment, catch your breath, and yeah. reflect on your why, and who do you want to be today, and who do you want to become tomorrow, because who you become tomorrow is how you act today. There you go, guys. All right, so for my <laughs> listeners, where can I find Rollins? Where can we find you? Yeah, you can um, you can find me. So Facebook, I'm not there a lot, but if you want to find me physically, right? So social media, go to my Instagram, uh, Rapalato42. Uh, I'll put it on the show notes. Yeah, and, and, and the reason why I say that it's because I'm trying to promote not just physical ideas, but like mental mindset ideas. I'm very big on mindset. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm happy anybody that's local that wants to come by and have a conversation, come conversation, just shoot me a message or make sure, in fact, better yet, Knowing that, how about this, accountability. Let's see, are you yeah. ready for some accountability, bro? Sure. How about we say, if they come to my clinic, okay. if they call and contact my clinic, all they have to say is, you know, I want some R&R. &R. And what that means is rest and relaxation. But we're going to say it's a waste of Rollins of why you're coming because you listen to this. So if you say, I need some R&R, &R, we know it's like a speakeasy where you come in. Yeah. You want to get like, like the back oh, door. It's a okay. password. The password is R&R, &R, but we're going to say it's rest and recovery. What I'd love right. to do, we'll make um, a consultation that are complimentary. What we can mm -hmm. do, we're doing a physical analysis about your movement because pain is feedback. Right. And if you can understand where this pain is emanating from, from a physical point of view, or maybe it's coming from it, an emotional, energetic point of view, yeah. what we do is we do our movement screen. And then if you're watching this, I'm going to specify the practitioner that will do the consultation. And it's going to be one of my practitioners of energy. Mm -hmm. So of healing, of, um, you know, one of my guys does tarot, one of my girls does sound healing. Um, I do a combination of energy work and soft tissue work. So if you come in, you say R&R, &R, that means we're going to book you with one of our energy practitioners. We'll do a whole movement screen, physical screen, we'll give you all that. And then we'll also, we'll hook you up right after that. If you say you're R&R, &R, we're going to give you a little gift, which is called sound bathing. Mm. Game changer. I mean, that's a whole topic on its own. Bro, yes. But give us the locations. Yep. So we have two locations. Our main locations is very close. What's so convenient for anybody that goes to Nevada Fit here on St. Rose, we're in this, we're in that area. We're on St. Rose and Coronado Center. Mm -hmm. That's going to be uh, Pe Pecos, yep, off the 215. And we're located, um, I don't have the address off the top of my head, but Ageless Performance Recovery. I could put I that, that on my oh, thanks. Awesome. I got you. So that's, our, and then we're inside. So I earlier I said we work with students. Uh, we actually have a facility that's inside Game Changer. So funny, KB saying Game Changer. So yeah. Game Changer Academy or Game Changer Sports Training. Mm -hmm. So we're inside there. That's off the 215 and Decatur as well. So Game Changers. And then our... Um, our standalone brick and mortar is going to be uh, in the St. Rose Henderson location. Nice. Agelessprw.com. PRW. Agelessprw for You'll have to send me all those details because I'm going to forget. So, guys, you guys got your first code, RNR. RNR. I feel special. You are special, bro. Right. Do I get like an extra like sound system bro, on my you brain? You know what? I'm going to actually hook you up um, with compression <laughs> and binaural beats. Oh man, four thirty-two hertz. You know it. And I learned about it. So guys, I'll have to talk about the. F I've been studying it, by the way, which is fascinating. Super fascinating. So guys, again, the action plans. Pretty simple. Gratitude. I think gratitude is the gateway for literally everything. It's a gateway drug for joy, for happiness, for for, for forgiveness, for worthiness. So if you're not doing that already, and you heard it, you heard it from him. One whole year, if you just did this, gratitude journal, one thing you're grateful for, watch your life change. So guys, if you like that episode, 
give us a thumbs up. I don't know if you can do a thumbs up on the podcast, but you can definitely throw some ratings and share it with someone that really, really needs this. And um, if you guys like this format, I know you might be tired of hearing from me, just mm-hmm. from me. So I'm going to get some cooler people um, in inside kind of what we really like the field that we're in. I think there's some amazing, our, our little circle is very holistic. So I'll get more holistic people in here. And um, as always, guys, be better.